next, <laughs> next question is from uh, my cousin Kayla, who is an aspiring uh, journalist. She wants to work in the kind of journalism and stuff like that. And, you know, she's really talented, really creative, and kind of on the hunt for um, a job. She was talking to Rich, too, last night. She was, like, all fired up. But I got a call from my mom this morning. She was like, how the hell? Did Kayla talk to the head of MTV? I was like, <laughs> using the internet, baby. That's um, pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool. L little does she know how dorky and nerdy Rich is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's well, like, this will be less exciting. Less exciting for yeah, them. yeah, yeah. This is, again, again. <laughs> so she wants to know, like, you know, getting a job in, like, journalism at a cool kind of a, a place. Um, and and she's, I would say that she's really creative and she is has a lot of ambition, but then is kind of getting jaded by, you know, the, the constant like rejection and stuff like that, which is understandable. So if you're just starting out, you're just leaving school and you want to get a job in that field, what would your advice be? Start doing it yourself. Right. I think like the, the, or something, right? the internet is magic. You can do anything. Mm -hmm. You can get a square space or a simplice or a work class or that. Still never come on the podcast. Oh, uh, I love that guy. He's a good dude. First uh, person I ever met, by the way, in the AIGA. I went, I knew no one, and the first person I met was Tobias. I saw the beard, and I was in. Yes, yeah, legendary. See, he uh, is not generic white guy looking. He's like, well, he's, Euro he's European. Yeah, European. And he's got a massive like, beard uh, and gray yeah. hair. Far, yeah. far from generic. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I think it's like just start doing what you want to do. Like, if you want to start doing journalism, it's like start writing stories. Start, um, you know, we have medium, we have you know, blogs, we have so many different outlets to be able to tell those stories. Um, and I think you just, you know, you, you build your, you do the work and you mm -hmm. build your, your portfolio and your reel and your, um, your resume of the, the work that you're doing. And then you tell the stories you want to tell, tell the stories only you can tell and the things that you're passionate about and just really dive into that and own it. And then um, you'll have more stuff that really represents you. And the thing is you shouldn't be looking for a job. Like you should be doing the work and putting things out into the world that attracts work to you. Um, and if you have to hunt that hard, then you're not doing the right things and laying the groundwork to be able to attract, you know, it's the law of attraction. Um, right. You should be from a point of leverage um, and not be desperately seeking the work. Now, obviously it's a different climate. There's right. different situations, but I think it really does um, to focus on making your own shit as much as humanly possible and putting it out in the world and not giving a fuck what anybody thinks about it. Mm -hmm. um, and just keep work at getting better, put it in front of people who you respect, ask them for feedback and just keep doing that. Then good things will come. You don't have to go. And like, I just think if you're spending all your time submitting resumes and job applications, then you maybe should shift your, shift your focus a little bit. Right. And just start, start making the work that you want to be making. And sometimes I think that just kind of like over applying is sort of like a manifestation of the ego. Like there have been periods in my life where I've just applied and applied and applied because I was, I didn't want to look, I didn't want to take a hard look at my portfolio. Actually, as a matter of fact, I remember this is, I think. Are we going to talk about, yeah, what yeah, I told you? Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, this is about three and a half. Okay. So this all ties in together. So uh, working, not working and BuzzFeed product labs used to share an office together. By the way, I love BuzzFeed Product Labs, and I totally deserve to get let go because I sucked at graphic design back then. And <laughs> I, I credit him all the time on, on this podcast. I've brought it up multiple times. Varesh Chopra, uh, who is amazing. I love him to this day. Um, he kind of, between his feedback and your feedback, I basically was given essentially this advice, which was that 
it's cool to put it on your resume that you work at BuzzFeed. It's cool to like have it that you're applying to these places. But there needs to like, if you want to be somebody who is like an essential part of a team or designer or whatever it is, you need to have like the real tangible outputs and the real skill set. I think Varesh one time told me that um, that if you worked at McDonald's and you couldn't make a cheeseburger, they wouldn't stop making cheeseburgers. They would just go find somebody else to go to go make the cheeseburger, yeah. which is which is fucking brutal. That's but, pretty brutal. But it's true though, and it's true. And I think a lot of times, like when I get people that reach out, like for this podcast, and they're like, "Oh, I can't get a job there." Like, why can't I get a job there? It's because you're allocating all of your time, and this is my experience, and this mm -hmm. is like what I kind of learned from you and Baresh and my time at you know BuzzFeed and working alongside of you guys was, is that like, if you're kind of just like doing it for like the flex on your LinkedIn, you're not really gonna have like a career out of that. Like the best thing you could do is like go home, get a credit card, like lose a little bit of money for a while, go on YouTube and figure out how to do the stuff. Learn I remember exactly what I told you because I was like, you're clearly capable of executing things. Uh, no, 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 no. First off, what you said was even ruder and more mean than what Varesh said. I think I think I initially said, me, do you want honest feedback? I said, no, no, no. I said I wanted honest feedback. And you told me that all I gather from your portfolio is that you have decent taste and color and a select group of good typefaces on your computer. And that's a bad That's what I said? It. You said that, oh, yeah. That's good. That's real. That's real. And you, and you were right, no. though. That, that's what I started saying. And then I said, you clearly can execute, but right. you need a point of view. Yeah. And I think you don't really understand w what you're interested in yet because you weren't showing any sport sort of specific direction in your portfolio. You had really good illustrator comps. You had really good billboards. Yeah, yeah I was obsessed but, with like live surface. I was putting, yeah. I was putting shitty sub subpar design in great and like half yeah. decent mock-ups. But it wasn't even, your design wasn't that bad. It just didn't have a point of view. And so what, and, and this is good advice for anybody that's trying to figure it out. I said, go and take every Skillshare from every designer you can, you admire. And you're like, go take a John Contino Skillshare and a Jessica Hish Skillshare. And, and I just had the CEO Skillshare. of Skillshare on my podcast, Justin. Hell yeah, dude. Get it. That's awesome. So, that's but, exactly but I was right. like, I'm just try kidding, all of that stuff, <laughs> try all of that stuff and see what you actually enjoy and then start making stuff and figure out what your point of view and your voice is. Right. And then you'll start being able to find work because it was just like, it was just execution and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't heart. And I think right. like you, you have a lot of heart and that was not coming through in your portfolio at all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty harsh with feedback because I don't think, I don't think it does anyone good to waste their time blowing smoke up their ass. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think and, and what everyone else is going to think. Wait, actually, and, and I actually want to add it. Right? You and almost almost more than anyone in this entire industry because Thanks, man. of those. And I, and I quote that and I talk about it on the podcast. Um, same thing. Like when I went into Collins, like they're like, yeah, we'll have you in for an interview. And I walked in and like Leela Massmeyer was like, Hey Rob, like, what are you doing here? And I was like, yeah. Oh, like I'm here for the internship program. And he was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's sit down. Let's sit down yeah. and look over it. And I realized like how far I had to go. But if you're yeah. in that moment and you're just leaving school and you're going, holy fuck, I suck at design. What, whether you choose to go the path of like self-pity or the path of like, well, okay, like I well, now have to start up the mountain, you know? Let's take a step back because I think people face that issue at different points in their career. Right. Where they don't want to hear feedback. They've been doing this for 10 years or 15 years and they know how to do it. 
and aren't willing to keep pushing themselves and keep reinventing themselves to like stay relevant. Like you mm -hmm. got to keep Madonnaing the shit out of your career mm -hmm. and keep evolving and changing. And if you're not doing that, then nothing is going to like, you're going to slowly fade away.